Beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord. Alright, um, so we're continuing on reasons why we have to thank God. We've understood quite a number of reasons and we don't have the time to go over them again. But we're going to be continuing from where we stopped the last time. And this reason is because God is our strength and our help. One of the things we got to understand when we began this study was that the focus on the reasons why we have to thank God is God. We understood that we thank God because He's God and because of His eternal character, because of His eternal nature. Amen to Jesus. The eternal nature of God includes His love, it includes His holiness, it includes His righteousness, it includes His mercy. Everything, every of God's character is eternal. Amen to Jesus. So we thank God for His eternal character. We understood mercy and His kindness. And there was a, 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 a level the Lord took us in kindness that was a very wonderful one. Amen to Jesus. And um, by the day we are understanding things, there are many things that we in our own limited understanding may not know but as we grow in life and as we go wiser and as we um, see more we begin to understand more about god's um, eternal character and eternal nature amen to jesus all right today we're going to be continuing on the reason that we stopped off the last week which was because he is our strength and our help psalm 28 verse 7 the lord is my strength and my shield my heart trusted in him and i'm helped therefore my heart greatly rejoiced and with my song i'll praise him because he's our strength and our and our shield amen to jesus he's our strength and our shield as a result of that we are he's our what help so in the last study we looked at god being our strength we looked at what it meant for god to be our strength and we had quite a little understanding there and we trust the lord for you know greater insight this study in jesus name holy spirit grant us revelation into your word grant us insight into your word in the name of the lord jesus so we understood that the lord being our strength meant that the lord is our might amen to jesus we stood stayed on might the last study and we got to understand that the might of god is the word of god at work in us the bible says unto him is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can think or imagine according to his power that's at work in us amen to jesus and what is the power that's at work in us it is the word of god hebrews 4 verse 12 the word of god is quick and powerful is alive and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword praise god forevermore praise amen to jesus so understood that the word of god is the might of god in us i also need to understand something also the bible says if that thing power that reaches us from the dead dwells in you he shall quicken your mortal bodies the power the word of god is the power of god and the power in the word of god that makes it powerful is the holy spirit praise god forevermore now so the holy spirit is the power in the word of god that makes him powerful so remove the holy spirit from the word of god the word of god is powerless even jesus needed the holy spirit to have his work here on it amen to jesus praise god forevermore hallelujah so we need the holy spirit to be powerful in fact um tomorrow we are beginning um at supernatural summit and the first teaching for the first day i'm reading that part of the bible but when i saw it 
I looked it up in the King James and I saw it the way it was written in the King James. I said, no, let me check other translations. I checked other translations. I saw that the, 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 other translation, the, 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 the other translation that was saying the same thing with the King James. And I went to the point Greek and I saw the same thing. I said, this is a strong one. And I was like, no, 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 no. I've never seen it like this before. Praise God forevermore. You know, it pains my heart when we don't feast on the revelation of God's word. Because when Christians take time to feast, it's not um, the the serial and series that will do. I will call it, um, you know, um, we have gone to service, we have gone to church. God will give you money, God will give you car, God will give you house, God will give you wife, God will give you children, God will bless you. Um, that, 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 oh, no, 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 no. There's more to it. You see, when we begin to feast into this reality of God's word, and we begin to make them a reality, the truth is that the devil will become afraid of us. Seriously, I think when I saw that, I was like, wow, our Lord, help this become our reality. I'm going to be saying that tomorrow, but, you know, and uh, it's going to be such a great time. We trust God for a great time in supernatural summit. Amen to Jesus. All right, we understood that um, strength um, is Uzi, and it means mind. It also means mind, as it means mind, it means strength. When we talk about mind, it talks about material or physical. Amen to Jesus. So we're talking about um, mind. Uh, the Lord is my mind. We started off by saying, He's my mind, which is the, the word of God at work in us. That is spiritual. And you get what I'm saying? But the, God, the, the Lord being our mind is not only spiritual. Are we together? It is also material and physical. It's also what? Material and physical. So God being our mind goes from the spiritual to the physical. So everything it takes for us. To, to, for, for us to reveal God as mighty. The song says, mighty, uh, you are the mighty man in battle. Amen. Amen. Everything it takes for us, for God to reveal himself as mighty in our lives, God does it. Which And this is entails both spiritual and physical. Amen to Jesus. Spiritual, material, and physical. Now, God is not materialistic. Neither does God want us to be materialistic. But God reveals his mind through material things also. Are we together? If he does not reveal his mind through material things, he cannot communicate his mind to humanity. He cannot. He cannot. When Jesus needed to triumphantly enter Jerusalem, he needed to do it with an, a, a donkey. Are you getting what I'm saying? And not just a donkey, a donkey that had never been ridden before. He needed a material thing to do to, to his triumphant entry. Now, somebody will say, Jesus never needed anything. He was just he, he, he just lived, you know, a simple life. But why would Jesus, towards the end of a ministry, do a triumphant entry? If there was nothing material we needed in this kingdom. If we never needed anything to do with materialism. Why would Jesus do a triumphant entry? Now we must understand something that Jesus' triumphant entry was a foretaste of what was to come when he comes in his coming glory. He was showing Israel how he was to come in his coming glory. That was why the entry was triumphant. From birth till that period, he walked into Jerusalem, he walked into Galilee, he walked just like with his disciples, and they were just walking and walking and walking. There was nothing triumphant about his walk for the 33 and a half years. And you get what I'm saying? But when he was about to leave, he needed to make them understand that there is a part of me that is called king. Are you get what I'm saying? I'm not just only the baby that was born in the manger, I am also the king of kings. And I'm to come back as a conquering king. But let me give you a foretaste of what is to come. And that was why he came in the triumphant entry. And that entry shook the city. 
they knew that a king had come. The Bible speaking, so at the point in time, even with the way they saw Jesus, when he gave five loaves, multiplied five loaves and two fishes, Bible said the people sought to make him, make him king, and he won. And he ran, he went away from them. Why? Because he did not show with by multiplying five loaves and two fishes to a, a to, to be able to feed 5,000 people, he used the spiritual to affect the material. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, his might in the multiplication of five loaves and two fishes, his might was not just only spiritual, his might was also what? Material. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, so we must understand something that when we, when we say the Lord is our strength, it is not just only in spiritual things, it is also in material things. God wants to show his might in material things for us. Are we together? God wants to intimidate the devil with material things. When a club builds a fancy building with beautiful lightings and state of the art equipment, everybody's fine. But when the church builds a fancy building with state-of-the-art equipment, with fancy lights, with, with ultra-modern facilities, they say, why didn't we build a factory? But the, the club that built their club in that way, why didn't you tell them to build a factory? Why didn't you tell them to build an industry? In fact, what they are doing there, they are actually destroying people's lives. But we are bringing in people to save their lives. And you say we should have rather used the salvation money to build, to build factories. Now, this is where it's all messed up. And you know, so many times I look at Christians and they make such comments. And I say, wow, I see where your mentality has gone to. I see how whacked you, the, the way you are thinking. You know, I saw a particular um, young man when Glory Dome was built, we attended the same secondary school. And the guy um, commented and said, instead of them to use such money to build uh, um, industries and factories, I was like, oh, it's all, it's all serious. It's all, it's all, and I'm like, it's okay. What do I have to say concerning things, people of this kind? There's nothing I have to say. But you need to understand something. That the might of God will be revealed in material ways. God reveals his might in material ways. Why? Because it's only material things that the carnal mind can understand. And God by all means, the Bible says by all means get some. By all means. So God will by all means get some. And some of the means he needs to get some is material means. Yeah. So, it is not a call for the church to be materialistic, but it's a call for the church to know how to use material things to get some for Jesus. Because God will use material things to get some for himself. That is why Jesus, when he was about living in his triumphant day, he used a material medium. When they saw him come on a donkey, they knew that this was not an ordinary coming. We've known this Messiah for the past three years. He has always come with his, with his feet. Him and his disciples have been going about doing good. Yes, we know he does it. People are comfortable when you are using your feet to do good. But the moment you progress from your feet to car, there's a problem. We've known this Messiah to do good on his feet. And we are comfortable with him. Oh, they excited recounting the testimonies of all the good things he did while on the feet. But today, you see, while he was on the feet, they did not stop the, 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 the people from, 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 from praising him. They did not stop the people from, in fact, yes, they did not throw their garments on the floor and they did not throw the palms on the floor there. But nobody stopped anybody because it, while he was coming on the feet, see, people would have praised him. Oh, Jesus, Hosanna, they must have praised him one or two you know, when he was coming. But nobody stopped anybody from praising him while he was on his feet. But the day he climbed a donkey to enter, the city, the enter town, they stopped the children from praising him. 
This is one thing we need to understand that that is a pharmaceutical mentality. When the church, when Christians begin to criticize the church, when the church uses material mediums to get the attention of the world, it is pharmaceutical. So when I saw that young man do that, I said, okay, it's fine. These are the Pharisees we have around us. But the hospital you are working in, they have state of the art equipment. You are, you are, you are working in the hospital, they have state of the art equipment. But it's church that we should not have state of the art. We should use it. Why didn't you say this hospital they should use it to build they should build the money the, the money they should build they should, they should build uh, other facilities? Now because you see that your hospital is helping people, but you think the church is not helping people. But you know, when I watch um um what God is doing in the glory dome every Tuesday, how God is cancelling operations worth millions of naira, I say, God, thank you. But if the glory dome was not there, those operations would have been gone, people would have gone to do those operations, yet they would not see the results. Are we together? So, the mind of God is revealed in material ways so that God can get some. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, when we are saying the Lord is my mind, we are also saying it's not only the word of God that works in me. The word of God has to translate into some material things for people to see. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. That's to translate. And we don't fast and pray for this to happen. We walk in the reality of it and it begins to manifest. And God makes it manifest for us in different ways. Are you getting what I'm saying? In different ways. Now, God wants us to manifest his glory through material things. But God does not want us to be materialistic. We must understand that. Now, when we become materialistic, we are no longer manifesting his glory. We are, being, we are beginning to serve the God called materialism. And I have a mammon. Are you getting what I'm saying? But God would always use material things to throw his weight. That was why when, 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 when the devil came to tempt Jesus with material things, Jesus was like, what's the problem? This is what we use. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is what I use to throw my weight. This is what I use to get the attention of the people you are trying to get the attention. Are you getting what I'm saying? When need be. And, you know, even this gold you are showing me, don't you remember that this thing is par in heaven? <laughs> You were once there, Lucifer. Remember that this gold you are showing me is actually tar in heaven. Reminds me the story, the comedy that somebody made. He said that there was a rich man who went to, he, he was living his life recklessly on earth, and you know, he made up his mind that when he goes to heaven, he will bribe God to enter into heaven. And he said, okay, no problem. And so when he was going to heaven, he packed all the gold he had, plenty gold, and went to heaven. As he got to the gate of heaven, he told Peter, let me enter. Peter said, let me check my face. You see, your name is not in the book of life. He said, ah, but Peter, no, I have to enter. He said, no, you can't enter. He said, why? He said, Peter, I have something for you. Sorry, it's the, the angel, sorry, he was talking to him. So the angel, angel, I have something for you. He said, what do you have for me? He said, don't worry, if I give you this thing, I will allow me to go. He said, okay, what do you have for me? As he opened the bag, thinking that he had something important to show. As he opened the bag, what was it? Gold. Ah, the angel said, what is this? He said, ah, this is wealth, this is, this is wealth, in, this is gold, you know. Ah, he said, this is tar here, nah. it's gold here. <laughs> How can the parking gold tar given to me? What we step on? That's what they are going to do. Please go to a fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to tell you, that the height of what the devil showed Jesus was the least of what God uses to show his glory. The height of what the devil showed Jesus was the least of what God uses to show his glory. So that was why he couldn't move Jesus because why Jesus said, this is star in heaven. How can he be using star to, to, to tempt me? Am I to, even the angels that do road construction know that this is meant to stay on the ground. That's all. They don't use it, they don't use it to, 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 to do anything except from the ground. So we must understand something that material might is the least way God reduces glory. We must understand that. You see, 
most of the times, you know, the devil has made us our mind all messed up. So believe that I remember the time when it went to the church was so concerned about materialism, materialism. This is the way God is going to show himself through wealth, through money. See, wealth, money is the least, the most infinitesimal way through which God reveals his glory. Is the least and most easily decimal way through God reveals his strength. Why? Because it's just to get some of the people that don't have that they are not correct. And anything that they can appeal to them is wealth, is materialism. And those people, you know that when you get them in that way, you have to do spiritual and mental overhauling for them. If not, you get them, you they will remain messed up in church. What is the problem we're having today in church? Some people came to meet Jesus because they needed money. And now, because to the to the end of the search from to, to, for, to the search for money, there's no end. They will never get satisfied, so they keep looking for more money. And the reason why they are in church is because they're looking for more wealth. The day the wealth search ends, the Jesus search ends. That is the problem the church is facing. The church over the years, because we we came up for a from um, from a a, a, a a season of called church rats of the church being called poor and God began to release God began to, began to allow finances and wealth come into the church. We lose focus of the purpose of the finances. The purpose of the finances was God's least way, the least, the most infinitesimal way of what? Showing his mind. That's the least. There are higher dimensions to the mind of God. There are higher dimensions. And you see, we need to understand this higher dimension, which is not the purpose of this teaching. The revelation of his glory, which is the fullness of his person, which is the revelation of Christ Jesus. Now, when the fullness of the revelation of Christ Jesus is made available, all there is to him is grace, his ma- his glory, his his purpose, his person, his power. Inside of him, we will see this infinitesimal thing called wealth. We'll see it, but it's the most infinitesimal. In prosperity, the package of prosperity, finances appears only once as a word when defining prosperity. Have we, have we gotten to that part in the book? We've not gotten to that part. God help us to get to that part in the book. Amen. But aside that, there are many other words about how many words? 30, 50, 30 words or how many words used to define prosperity. And finances appeared only once. What does that mean? 1 over 10 is it past mark? 1 over 20 is it past mark? It tells you that wealth, materialism is the most infinitesimal part, part, part of prosperity. And it's the most infinitesimal aspect way through which God reveals his um, glory. Are we together? And it does that because of the people that it will attract. But it doesn't expect that to remain their attraction. He expects that as they come to him, Jesus becomes their attraction. But the problem we have today is that God allows for material things to attract some people and when they come in, they refuse to stop, they refuse to, to change their attraction. They maintain that attraction of wealth, that attraction of money, and then they never get attracted to Jesus. And that's the problem we have in the church. But you see, God is God. Like, I, like in our last study, we understand that God always reach you at the level of faith. If you are the human dish of blood, it will reach you. The 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 eunuch, will, the the centurion, he will reach you. But the will reach you. I get what I'm saying. God's principle is by all means get some. So he uses material measures to show forth his might. But the focus should not be material measures. But we need it. I get what I'm saying. We need it. We need it. We need material measures to show forth the might of God. We need it. We need it. Especially in the times we live in. But we as a church must also know the boundaries to place. We must know what to do and what not to do. So as to ensure that we do not go into extremes that cause us problems. So now, so the might of God is material or it is physical. 
So there's something physical about the might of God. So the might of God is the word of God inside of us, spiritual. It's also physical show off. Are you getting what I'm saying? Physical show off. God will show off physically. Jesus showed off physically. The triumphant entry. Are you getting what I'm saying? The Bible says that he wore a seamless gown and when he died, he casted a lot on his gown. A seamless gown, it was not an everyday kind of gown. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. So there was a physical show off. Also, there was a physical uh, uh, revelation of the might of God that um, Jesus revealed. And when the, uh, we, when the psalmist said, the Lord is my strength, it means that the Lord is my spiritual mind and my physical mind and my what? Material mind. Now, also, using the person who was speaking here, David, for you to be a, a, a fortified soldier, you need both physical mind and material mind. Why do I say so? You need material mind, in other words, weapons. You must have the good weapons. Your sword must be good, your shield must you must have good weapons. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a limit to your to your to your strength if your weapons are weak. And then you also need physical mind. You need physical mind to be able to wield your sword well, to be able to use your weapons well. And when they need be, you need physical mind to go physical punch and physical kicks. Are you getting what I'm saying? So just Soldiers train physically. They train physically. So they need physical strength and material strength. For you to be able to win wars, you need both physical and material strength. You need, for, uh, uh, in a recent time, you need jet fighters. And you need ground soldiers. Praise God forevermore. Even the ground soldiers are taught physical combat. So when you get to a that situation, where it looks, when they get to that situation, maybe you are you have been disarmed and you have to survive. What you going to? You go into physical combat. They also carry things like knives for them because when you have to use knife, you have to be more physical. Are we together? Now, so the Lord being our mind also means He is our material mind and then physical. We need physical mind also. I get what I'm saying. To preach this gospel, we have to be strong physically. We have to be strong. When people don't preach to me, see, there's a limit to which weak people can preach. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have to be strong. You have to be strong. Even um, Pastor Nick, material mind is there for him. His wheelchair, is that also? That I said his uncle designed for him. Powerful wheelchair. Material mind is there for him. And he also has physical mind. Even there's, even with disability, he has physical mind. He's traveling everywhere, preaching. He's speaking and speaking and speaking. If he's not physically strong, are you getting what I'm saying? Even with his wheelchair, he cannot be moving and sp- speaking. That's my disability. So we're not talking about physical nature. We're not talking about um, the person, you know, must have legs and hands. And Nick is disabled, as they call him. But he's more able than many, dis- than many able. He's even stronger mentally than many of them. He does what many of them don't do. What am I trying to say? For us, for the gospel to be preached, material and physical mind is needed. So when David said, Lord, thou art my mind, he was talking about material and physical mind. Remain connected. Teaching continues shortly. Beloved, we will like to introduce to you one of our latest book releases. Titled, Serve the Lord Christ. Authored by Chimdi Ohahuna, this book is the beginning of new experiences for every believer serving the Lord Christ in the body of Christ. God is the rewarder of all who are diligent in their service to Him. Thus, rewards naturally comes to the faithful servant of God. However, motives are paramount to our service in the kingdom of God. If the purposes of the one serving God are not good and acceptable, the service cannot be good and acceptable either. As a child of God, 
you have an assignment to do for the Lord here on earth. Find out how to walk in God's purpose, fulfill the course of the Lord and receive the glory set before. This information in this book will be helpful and useful for individuals, families, groups and local churches. Order a copy today via Amazon. For the battles of life to be won, material and physical might is also needed. David won battles because he also had material and physical might. Are you getting what I'm saying? When he wanted to kill Goliath, he needed a stone. When he started fighting more wars, he was no longer using stone. Is that not so? He started using swords and shit. When he wanted to kill Goliath, Saul gave him an arm, his armor. He said, No, I, I'm not used to this. But after Goliath, he became used to armor. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? There's a phase of life where you are not used to some kind of material things. Are, are you getting me? In fact, we must be careful not to criticize material and physical things when we have not gotten to that level. We must be careful not to decide not to use material and physical things when we have not gotten to that level. Imagine if David had said, Oh, because I have never used a sword and a shield, I've never worn a helmet, I've never used an armor. He now begins to criticize armor. He now begins to criticize sword and shield. See, those things are not of God. Those things are satanic. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he begins to criticize them. Now, after he kills Goliath, he will see that when, ten, when 50 people are, co- are coming against you, you cannot be using stone like this. You cannot be using it. You have to use something faster. And that will be your sword. That will be your arrows. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's why we advise people, don't criticize something that is not, not yet your size. You know, a man of God said once that, he used to say, why do pastors buy private jet? Why do men of God buy private jet? He said, you rather spend, you rather give the money to other people and, and buy, buy economy and go. Why do you have to buy private jet? So until one day, he flew. And when he, the, the journey was about how many hours, 10 hours, if no more than, and he sat economy and he's, tall, he's pretty tall. He said, when he came down from the plane, he could not stand straight. His legs are squeezed and his waist and leg were pinning. He said he understood the importance of what? <laughs> Private jet. Aside that, when you have to preach in two different nations in one day, you understand the importance of some of these things. Uh, somebody was telling me that um, the podcast we are doing is not the main thing and is a means to an end. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I don't argue with you. But you see, when by the time you finish seemingly gathering the people you are gathering that you are, you are just, I, I, I was once at your level. When you've gathered them and gathered them, I one day you ask yourself, what have I been doing? By that time, you'll be the one listening to me. Because I've gathered over 500 teachings. And you, you begin to ask yourself, all the things I've been teaching, where are they? Are you going to say, where are they? Where are they? We don't do things for today, we do things for posterity. So you don't criticize something you have not gotten to the level. Until you get to the level before you can know whether you have to criticize or not. Material strength, material mind, it comes per level. For David, when he was fighting lions and bears, his material mind was what? Was the sling and the shepherd's staff. When he fought Goliath, it was his sling. But even to finally defeat Goliath, in that same battle, he had to change his material mind, remember? He had to take Goliath's sword and cut on Goliath's head. Hey, sir. So it was in that battle he knew the switch. It was in that battle he knew the change of level. 
Now, he did not take Saul's armor to battle. He did not take Saul's sword to battle. But when he came face to face with Goliath, the reason why God made him understand that young man, he should have come with a sword. But it's fine, he didn't come with a sword. You better use this man's sword to cut off his head. Because he's unconscious now. If he gains back <laughs> his consciousness, you are done for. Are you getting what I'm saying? It was in that same battle that Joshua had a change of level in, my, in, 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 in his weapons. After that battle, nobody had to teach him again that the slingshot was an old strategy. He understood by the sword of Goliath that the slingshot was an old strategy. So, as we grow in life, we begin to understand our change of mind. And until we begin to see God the way he wants us to see him, we will not understand the change of mind for time. And why do we tangle? Because it's our strength. Because God himself will change our mind for time. Our material and our physical mind. And he decides when he wants to change. Now you get what I'm saying? We don't question him. He decides when he wants to change our mind. David was tangled. He was flexible. If David was not flexible, Goliath would have been on the floor and recovered. And that would have been the end of David. Thank God he was flexible. And most of the time, Christians, we have a problem with flexibility. We've had people who have criticized some things in Christianity who later will begin to use those things. Are you get what I'm saying? Why? Because they were not flexible to the Holy Spirit. They were not flexible to the Holy Spirit. You have to be flexible to God because God is the one who determines the mind to be used per time. He changes the mind per season. And that's why we him because he is the very mind. So God may want you to be using sling now, but the next minute he wants you to start using a sword. It was in that battle that David had the Goliath that God changed the whole plan. If David had said, God, I'm only used to the sling, God would have said, This guy will wake up and kill you here. So wait, be used to the sling. I get what I'm saying. That that, that that's why when we when David said the Lord is my strength, he was trying to make us understand that the changes in my Material and physical mind have been determined by the Lord. Are you get what I'm saying? They have been determined by the Lord. They have been determined by the Lord. And when God can determine the changes in our material and physical mind, we are sure of success in life. But if we are the ones who determine our strength, that strategy may soon fail. It may be good, but it's not good for the next level you are going to. That mind you are using may be good for this level. But it's not good for the next level. Are you get what I'm saying? It may be good for this kind of enemies, but it's not good for that kind of enemies. And God knows per time what mind we need. Per time, what mind we need. So when David was saying, The Lord is my strength, he was saying, In one day, I changed level from a slingshot user to a sword user. Believe you me, that day when David killed Goliath. That second, when he came to West Goliath, that was the first time he used his sword to kill somebody. Prior to then, he was using slingshots and shepherd staff, maybe at most a knife to kill the, to do the, kill the bears and whatever. I get what I'm saying? But not a sword. The very first time he picked up his sword and he killed somebody was with Goliath. And in just some minutes, the Lord had just changed his mind. Now let me understand something. It doesn't take God anything or any time to change our mind. Once there is a need for a change of mind, God can suddenly change our mind. Now, so that is why we must always thank God because He's our mind. 
because he's the one who will determine the time for the change of mind and the time lag between the stone hitting Goliath's head and him falling down and David picking up Goliath's sword and cutting Goliath's head it was not a full day sir it was not three hours because David was swift about it the moment he saw Goliath was unconscious swiftly he had to act it was a sudden change when God wants to change your mind it happens suddenly this is the reason why we must thank God because he's our might yes we may not be seeing what we are looking for now but you see we have been using this slingshot sir but we are sure that we will soon hit down Goliath with this ring now hear me very well God is not going to uh, God is not going to give you the, web, the armor of salt to hit down Goliath no God, will, uh, God is going to see, make you use the what you have been used to to hit down Goliath but for you to be hit Goliath he will make you use something you to be hit Goliath we have been hit we have been using this slingshot for a long while and I'm sure that we are about to hit down Goliath. This word is coming back again. It came back, it came out a while ago. It's come back again. We are about to hit down Goliath. It will not be any with anything new. It will still be the same old. It's when the Lord told us, take it to the house. Are you getting what I'm saying? We never knew what the Lord was planning. <laughs> oh Lord. Four years ago when he told us tell about what was telling it was family alone. And then before you know about over a year ago, the Lord said, take it to the house. We didn't know what the Lord was planning. Why take it to the house? But we just carefully. You see, when the Lord is your mind, you can be flexible following him. When you don't enjoy it, when you don't like it, just keep following him. Just keep following him. And at the end of the day, the Lord said, don't worry, he's going to start in the house again. And we just started in the house again. Now, the same, the same slingshot, is that also? Not a different slingshot, the same slingshot. But you know the beauty about it now? There's, there's going to be a sudden change very soon in the use of weapon. There'll be a sudden change. Why? Because Goliath is falling down. He's falling down very soon. And we have to use his sword this time around. Now, so the mind, we understanding the mind of God in his operation is very important. That there's a physical and there's a material approach towards it. Not only praying in the language of the spirit, not only spiritual, but God is going to use physical because God is dealing with physical people. Now understand something, Jesus came as man. Why? Because he came to redeem man. There's no way he could redeem man in, in the, as a spirit. He had to redeem man as a spirit. Bible said in Romans chapter 1 verse 2, and for sin, condemned sin in the world, in the flesh. Now the only place where flesh, sin could be condemned is in the flesh, not in the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so that's why Jesus had to come as man to redeem man. God will have to use physical and material mind to redeem people that are physical and material in their operations. Are you getting what I'm saying? But we must understand something. In this operation of God, he can change the mind at any given point in time. It, it's always a sudden change. Always a sudden change. Because the change that happened in David's time was sudden. After David used his sword to cut off Goliath's head, he continuously used swords to fight battles. He never went back to what? To slingshot. Are you getting what I'm saying? God is about doing something. That will never make us go back to sleep short again. Amen. But what we have to do is to trust him, even in the use of this his mind. The physical mind. The physical mind. The physical mind or the material mind. What many pharisaical Christians want is a spiritual church that has no material effect. I get what I'm saying. What many pharisaical Christians want is a physical church that has no material or physical effect. We cannot have any material or physical effect on the world. They will be happy with that. Why? Because with that, they can silence our voice. 
with that they can we can with that we cannot have a voice why would any small thing they start attacking the church because you know that by the day the church is becoming mighty mighty materialistic immaterial and physical measures the church is becoming mighty and you know what i'm saying we see the biggest facilities in churches with malls don't even have those size of facilities you see them in churches and that means what does that mean it means that the number of people that are going into those churches are increasing oh, imagine sitting down a hundred thousand thousand people in for just two hours two hours only you sit in hundred people then another two hours sit on another hundred thousand people imagine that happening in different locations that means a larger population is getting into the church and the devil is afraid of this i'm not you know an advocate of big church buildings neither am i against it are you getting what i'm saying I only do what the Lord will have me do. But I am not against it. Why? Why am I not against it? Because so long as we keep filling them up and preaching Jesus to them and not preach any other thing, we are depopulating hell. And that's a serious challenge for the devil. That's it. So long as we keep filling them up and giving the gospel to the people, we are depopulating hell and we are giving the devil a heart attack. And the devil cannot manage that heart attack. A devil is afraid of time where the church will determine determine the government that comes into power. Because it is coming, the mountain of the Lord shall, shall be exalted above every other mountain. That time is, is, is fast approaching. Where, where, where it, will be, it will be the church that will determine the operations of the earth. It is fast approaching. And the devil is seriously mad against it. And that's why I see the devil looking for pharisaical Christians to use. So let's just get some pharisaical Christians. Now, so long as they're walking on their feet, don't have a problem with them. But the moment they start climbing on donkeys, you have to start criticizing them. Stop people from praising them. Stop people from singing accolades. Stop people from shouting the good things they are doing. Because why? They are, they are, they are, beginning, to, they are beginning to enter into a realm that will, that will trouble us. And I tell you, the devil is in for a big time trouble this time around. Because you know what? Not every one of us will be we build big um, church facilities, 100,000, 100, something thousand in that capacity. Not everyone of us will build it. But some of us are going to build disciples in millions. Spread across the nations of the earth. That is my desire. My desire is not a big church building. My desire is not a big facility. My desire is to build disciples. Disciples that, we, that, would, that would demolish the kingdom of darkness. So while the devil is focusing on the big church buildings, his moves is focused on the people, the real buildings that are being built outside. <laughs> the real buildings that are built all over the nations of the earth. And then all of a sudden he discovers that this thing is not about a church building matter. It's about the buildings themselves, the churches themselves that are being built. Remind me of the king who, who locked down the church in his time. And when he closed down the church, for how many years was it he closed down the church? And only for him one day was going around his city, his country, and he discovered that as he was passing, he saw in every house people were meeting and praising God and preaching. Christians were meeting, praising God, preaching the gospel in their houses. In every house he passed, he saw a church in every house. Whereas he had closed the door of the churches for how many years? And when he went back, he said, Oh, I didn't know that when I closed the door of the church's building, I actually opened the door of the churches in their house. <laughs> when I closed the door of the buildings in, of the churches, I actually opened the door of the church. That, Please go and open their doors back for them. Go and open their doors. It was in China where there were just some millions of Christians and they 
persecuted the church and made the church go underground. And when the church went underground, they did not know what was happening. That the underground was the incubation period. It was the explosion season. And by the time they opened the doors back, the population had, had, had multiplied about three times, if not more than. <laughs> That's what we're talking about here. That we we need material measure. And to be able to do this, there's a need for material and physical world might. People that we have to the, the, the internet is a material might. Are you get what I'm saying? The internet is a material might, it's a physical might also. Money has to go into it. People have to go one on one. People have to go into businesses. They will just have to keep going on. Preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel. That is the Bible says so mighty the good the word of God and prevailed. So when we thank the Lord because it's our strength, we thank him because of the provision of material and physical might. And this material and physical might changes for time. He determines the change. Now I may just be using my 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 sling now but suddenly you will see me using a sword no no there's a, there will be a sudden change from the sling to the sword from the sling to the sword that's why we praise god because there is a provision of material and physical mind see the devil cannot stop it resources are ours material resources physical resources human resources we, they are all ours. We have the superfluous of resources. Why? Because the Lord is our strength. <laughs> we are not our strength. We are not of our own. Our excellency and our strength is not of us, but is of Him. Why do I know that material resources are located us? Why do I know that physical resources are located us? Because the Lord is our might. It's our strength. So He's the one who will bring the right material resources. He's the one who will bring the right physical resources per time and per what is needed. He's the one who provides them. So we praise Him because He is providing. He has provided them. We praise Him because we will not run out of material resources. We praise Him because we cannot. We cannot run out of material and physical resources. When the sling time is over, there will be a Goliath sword there. Imagine when David came close to Goliath and he discovered that there was no sword there. It would have been a problem. You get what I'm saying? Now, how do I finish this work I have begun? Would have been the problem. He would have not started telling his brother, Eliab, Eliab, boss, boss, please give me your sword there. Eliab said, me, come near that guy. How are we sure that that guy is not faking it? If they couldn't come near where he was standing, even when he was on the floor, they would have not been able to see him. How are we sure that he's not faking it? That's why they were looking at, is this boy no man? How are we sure that this man did not fall to pretend so that when he comes, he will just chop up and catch him and then cut his head? Oh, they were, they were, they must have been thinking all of that. So if he has been saying, Eliab, give me a sword, Eliab would say, I'm not coming there. He said, okay, throw the sword, and you take the sword. But that would have been some delays. But we serve the God who always, always have provision, even when we do not come be prepared. Yes, yes, yes. We may not be prepared. We may not be prepared for the next level of mind. But the God we serve is prepared for the next level of mind. Because he knows that the level we are prepared. As per the sling, David was prepared. But as per the sword, he wasn't prepared. Number two, God did not need Saul's sword to kill Goliath. Because Saul would have said, it's my sword that killed Goliath. Even though it was David that used my sword. Don't we see that today? It is my sword though, that killed Goliath. Even though it was David that used his sword. So God said, no, I don't want any man to share this glory. So keep your sword, sir. Let your sword be there. I need to use Goliath's own sword to kill him. So when Goliath goes to hell, he will know that his own sword they used to kill him. 
Let me use his own sword to disgrace him. When the Lord wants to disgrace the enemy, he uses the enemy's weapon to disgrace the enemy. I know what I'm talking, sir. When that one gathered his agents and they came and they were shouting and shouting and they were cutting and cutting, we know that what they were doing was out of place. What a Yanarana, I know what it means for God to use Goliath's sword to kill Goliath. At the end of the day, what they did was what destroyed them. So you may not be prepared for the next level, but so long as you have been faithful in this level, God is prepared for your next level, sir. <laughs> so when they say, in that is when the Bible says that is faithful in little, is faithful in much. It's actually saying, be faithful with this level. You may not be prepared for the next level, but so long as you are faithful in this level, I will prepare. I'm prepared for the next level to help you use it, enter the next level. So David was not prepared to cut off Goliath. Okay, my question is this: After you hit Goliath's head down with a stone, hit him with a stone, and he falls, what's next? Did David plan that? I know that some of the times we are told to plan, but my tell you, Bible says many are the plans in a man's hand, but the counsel of the Lord stands sure. We cannot overplan it to plan it the way God plans it. We can only plan the time, but we cannot plan it in God's future. All we need to do is to move by the by the mind of the Almighty. When David was going, David said, Lord, what I know how to use is slain. God said that is more than enough. Because why? The sword to cut off Goliath said is not in your hand, it's in Goliath. Don't forget it. When God told Abraham to go and sacrifice Isaac. God knew that he had a plan already to, 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 to make sure that a, a ram was, its horn was tied in the bushes. But God wanted to see how faithful Abraham will be to that slingshot, to that level. God is not looking for faithfulness above our level. He's looking for faithfulness to that level we are. When we are faithful to the level we are, God always has plan for the next level for us. But if you are not faithful to that level, you cannot enjoy God's plan for the next level. Some of us are crying for next level when we are not even be faithful in present level. Lord, next level. Lord, change my level. Question God, we ask you, are you faithful in this level? Change my level to what? What am I changing your level to? You are not finished using slingshot. You are looking for Goliath's sword. You will never be able to see the Goliath's sword because Goliath has to fall before you can take his sword. You cannot de- uh, the Bible says when, when, when it says when you go into a strong man, you will first what bind the strong man before you can what dispossess him of possession. How do you want to dispossess a strong man when you have not bound him? And that's what many Christians are looking for. How to dispossess a strong man without binding him first? You want to collect Goliath's sword in his cloak, no eyes open, looking at you. How and cut his head? Which juju is that one? You have to first use your slingshot to fall him down. Even God did made it made, made that to us in Abraham's time. When Abraham wanted to sacrifice Isaac, God said, okay, you have shown faithfulness. You have shown faithfulness concerning Isaac. Are we together? You have shown faithfulness. Abraham, Isaac asked him, Father, the fire is here. The wood is here. Where is the animal? Because to my knowledge, we didn't carry animal where we were coming. So, is it me that is the animal? Or is it the servant? Because you even told servant to say, where is the animal? There is no animal. You see, we want to see the next provision before we before we remain faithful at the present position. No, you have to remain faithful at the present position before you see the next provision. That's what Christians need to understand. Remain faithful at the present position before you see the next provision. And Abraham was faithful in the present position, ready to kill his son, and God said, "No, stop. I have made provision." At the end of the day, did he sacrifice food or not? Yes, it held. 
How did he hold? Because he was faithful to a prayer position. I don't know the next position, sir. I don't know the tomorrow, but I am faithful in my present today. I don't know the next positions. I don't know the position of tomorrow, but I am faithful in my what? Position of today. The slingshot, I am using it well. Sir, the sword of Goliath is in God's hand. Are we together? Praise God forevermore. Now, so we thank God because we know that so long as He has given us mind to use this level of material and physical provision, are we together? The next level provision will be made available. You are not finished using the provision of sling. You are looking for Goliath's sword. What is your problem, sir? Finish your sling. David was promoted from a slingshot man to a sword man when he finished his sling level. He finished his sling level with Goliath. That was the end of his sling days. David never needed a sling to fight again. You see, life is a face so. When you pass a phase of life, eh, you never have to go back to that phase. If you went back to that phase, it means you have not passed it very well yet. Are you getting up? It means you have not passed this phase. We never, not pass it very well yet. Sometimes God will allow you go stay on a phase for a while. Say why? Because ah, the last time we didn't pass it well. I want you to pass it well now, so that when I take you past that phase, you will never go back to that phase again. But we must understand something that every material and physical mind is provided by God. The sling was provided by God. The sword of Goliath was provided by God. Isaac was provided by God. The ram for the sacrifice was provided by God. We need to understand this. If we don't understand this, we will not understand how to thank God for his strength. He is the one who provides us with strength per time. He provides us with mind per time. Praise God forevermore. He provides us with strength per time. He provides us with mind per time. And our own duty is to keep thanking Him. Lord, this strength is sling level low. I would have loved to go to sword level. Keep using the sling level. Keep staying faithful with the sling level. Keep thanking Him for the sling level. God would always provide us with material and physical mind. Material and physical mind. It would always work. God would never leave us unprovided for. So we thank him for the material mind we have per time. Even if you see that that mind is not your level, thank him. Are you going to say? Thank him. Why? Because you see, when David was using sling, Eliab was using sword. <laughs> I'm using Eliab because he's close to him, his brother now. They were both soldiers. His elder brothers, about two of them were soldiers. Then also, they were in the army. When David was still using sling, Eliab was using sword. Eliab started using sword before David. Don't forget to. But what... <laughs> the, the, the landmark event, the landmark sword event that gave David a high standing in the whole of Israel was his first attempt at a sword. It's not who started using first. It is who uses to create a landmark event. So, the problem is not about the fact that people have it better than you. They have material. Because one of the problems we have in Christian, in Christian faith also is people who have messed up themselves, comparing themselves. The Bible says, comparing themselves to themselves, they be not wise. This one has more material things than me. This one has more physical things than me. This one has been 
has had has been doing in the, has been succeeding in the material sphere than me this one has been succeeding in the physical sphere more than me and we are just comparing ourselves and confusing ourselves over the years because we don't understand and it's not about who has been using the sword first are you getting what i'm saying it's not about who has mastered the sword first it's not about who has had more swords first it's about who makes a landmark event with his sword even if it is his first time i prefer for it to be my first time and in my first time i hit it big and the whole world recognizes me than for it to be my 157th time yet nobody recognizes me before goliath came Eliab had been fighting battles he had been killing people with sword. They had been wearing the sword. They had no different sword techniques. But this boy, David, never knew any sword technique. The only technique he knew, the only technique he used was what a normal person would know. Raise it up and cut off the head. That was all he could he knew. It was in, there was nothing, there was nothing technical about that technique, sir. It's not about technicality, it's about destiny. It's about God giving you the the, the putting the spotlight on you. It's about God giving you the state at the set time when the stage when it's Ayana, when you get on the stage at the set time you don't need te- te- special techniques to explode you don't need special techniques to be to to, to make a mark to be announced the early up has they are taught a different trusting method different slicing method they have known it but david only knew raise it up and put it down and raise it up and put it down gave him, gave him uh, 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 national recognition sir give me raise it up and put it down all i want is national recognition sir uh, i'm not looking for the, see, i'm not looking for the god just give me this raise it up and put it down for the right time all i need is that that raise it up and put it up put it down situation uh, that we just announced me it was after he was david was announced he now started learning techniques sir it's good to learn techniques so but it's better to be announced because when you are announced you will not you will not need to struggle too much to learn techniques some things you just be put in place there will be sandwich programs <laughs> sandwich programs to give you success to give you the techniques but this happened because david could always thank god that god was his strength i like the way the super book put it when he was about fighting goliath throughout the night he was singing psalms to the lord he was he was afraid but he was singing psalms to the lord the lord is my strength he was singing psalms he was singing encouraging himself with psalms singing psalms. why because he knew the only thing i have is this ring i don't know what next after sling some of us want to know want to know what's next after sling that is not faith sir after sling is god before sling is god during sling is god after sling is god so we better trust him going with the sling we have for now and trust him for the next level even though we don't have the techniques even though we only know what techniques raise it up and put it down but raise it up and put it down is more than enough with god raise it up and put it down is more than enough it's more than enough so david understood this and that's why he said the lord is my material and physical mind this battle i'm going to fight is a material battle is a physical battle so god is my material and physical mind are you gonna say Bible says that weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. We, every battle in the Old Testament was physical, but the New Testament is spiritual. But even when we find spiritual battles, there are times we have to also employ physical measures. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are times you have to go to court. It's physical. Are you getting what I'm saying? Though having a spiritual, very serious spiritual root, but it's physical. There are times you have to employ different physical measures to carry out your battles. God makes provision for material. 
trivial and physical mind. There are times you have to use finances to deal with the devil. There are times you have to use physical things to deal with demonic operations. Yeah, there are times. But in order to do this, we have to trust God per time. Per time. Per time. Trust Him per time. Thank Him that He is your strength. Even with the sling, He is your strength. After the sling, He is your strength. During the sling, He is your strength. Before the sling, He is your strength. Our joy is that we serve a God that is our strength. He is our mind. Both spiritual, material, and physical. When this understanding comes, we would always thank God that is our strength. Because what happens? I don't know what will be the provision after this position. But in this position, I will thank Him. Because He will make provision for the next level. He is a material provider. He is a physical provider. I don't know what is the next step after this step. But I thank Him for this step. Because he would always make a way after this step. I don't know what is the next move after this move, but we always make a way after this move. I don't know how to use the sword. I only know how to use the sling. My, I only know how to raise, raise up and put down to cut the way everybody uses to cut axe. But after this sling, we will know what's next. If he looks like he's not providing a sword now, it means that he knows the right sword to be used. I celebrate him. I praise him because he is my material and physical mind. Let's lift up our voice and praise God because he's our strength. Now is your moment of salvation. If you are yet to make the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and personal Savior, we request that you say this prayer along with many others now. Say this words, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, I repent of my sins, and ask that you forgive my sins. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross, died for my sins, and rose again in the third day. Today, I invite you into my life today. Wash me by your blood, make me your own, until eternity be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you Lord Jesus, in Jesus' precious name. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria. Account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. OR. Send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. We believe you were blessed listening to this teaching from God's Word. 
May your soul remain ever refreshed and revived. We would love to hear your praise report today. Beloved, remain connected to Grace Life Comey Podcast. Jesus is Lord.